Yo, what's going on, everyone? What is cooking? This is Scriptwriter Steve. You reach my podcast, Barbecue to Movies. Today is February 11th, 2022. It is currently 12.26 a.m. in the morning, and we are three days away from the Super Bowl. In case you're wondering, I'm picking the Bengals to win, not because I think they'll win, but because they're the underdog. And I just don't want big-headed Odell Beckham Jr. to get a Super Bowl ring. If he gets a ring, I swear, we're not going to hear the end of it. All right. So today is a rather interesting podcast because I'll be talking about a semi-serious conversation on the theory of evolution. Yeah, I thought I'd kind of break it up here because it's rather serious, right? So I scripted myself. I'm not going to be shooting from the hip as I usually do on this one because I want my voice, my opinion, my view to be somewhat crystal clear. So I chose my words carefully. So why don't we just get started on this? Now, it might come to your surprise that I have problems with the theory of evolution. After all, I'm a compulsive complainer. I have problems with everything, apparently. If you've already jumped to the conclusion that I'm a Christian, well, I can assure you that you are 100% right. I've been a Christian since high school, but I'm not your normal Bible thumper. For beginners, I don't go to church on Sundays, and I honestly can't remember the last time I went, but I do remember the last time I sat in the pews and I loathed every second of it. The message every weekend was always the same. You're all sinners. Here's how not to be one. Here's how to live life better. And with Jesus, anything was and is possible. I got it. Now I got a funny story to share with you. It's off script. Just came to my mind right now. So I had this high school friend and she told me every single time I saw her, Steve, you got to go to church. You got to be on your knees on Sundays and asking God for forgiveness because you're just a sinner. Now, I had no idea she was self-projecting there because I found out that on Fridays and Saturdays, my friend from high school was holding major swinging parties. And these weren't swings with just, you know, swings on it at her house. Her and her husband were sleeping with other people <laughs> on Fridays and Saturdays, holding these huge parties. And then she was telling me I need to go to church on Sundays like her. All right, back on script. Well, it didn't really help that I really wasn't into much of the music at church, the music or the hymns. I found it rather hokey and boring. And as for the congregation and the fellowship that went on there, call me a cynic, but everyone seemed a little bit too happy. A little bit too welcoming and a bit, well, maybe too perfect. And that always raised red flags with me. No one is perfect, right? Other than the man upstairs. Now, there's a lot more reasons I could list on why I didn't attend church, but I'm afraid I'll get off topic. The point is, I'm probably just as much of a cynic on Christianity as your next door atheist, but I am a Christian. That dude, Jesus, I'm cool with him because I'm convinced he paid the ultimate price so I can gallivant in heaven on horseback. Now, my high school I attended, it was Christian, full disclosure. Our science course is taught by my Christian academy. They taught the theory of evolution and creationism. They really never pushed any one theory on any of us, and that's because they probably knew that everyone was not a Christian, which was cool. Creationism was always easy to explain because it was rather straightforward. 
the world, the universe as we know it, was created with a purpose. And that every single organism, every single cell, every bacteria and so forth was designed with an intended reason. I personally hate roaches, but there's a reason they're here. I'm still trying to find a reason why Joe Biden is on Earth. And then there was the theory of evolution that preached life as we knew it was an accident. A perfect accident. And what a perfect accident it was. The fact that the Earth was tilted at just the right angle to create life, and the Earth was just exactly far enough from the sun so organisms would thrive, and the Earth just had the right-sized moon that rotated around the Earth at just the right speed to create just the right magnetic field that was just perfect enough to deflect solar radiation, but not enough to inhibit an atmosphere so that life could be created. And that was the tip of the iceberg of the perfect accident. To be truthful, have you ever seen an accident be so perfect in your life? A perfect accident that was so perfect, it could be explained by math, constants, and equations. What does the theory of evolution ultimately preach? That only the strong survive, and the strong survive primarily through a process of natural selection. In other words, organisms would evolve or else they would die. Now, there is no doubt that different variants of organisms existed, but the question is, can an organism eventually evolve into an entirely different species? For example, did an ostrich lose its ability to fly because it developed stronger legs? Or did a penguin lose its ability to fly when it decided to swim more? Who knew? Evolutionists now say that evolution is not a random process. It is the environment that produces the probability of random reproductive successes. It is the inevitable result of imperfectly copying self-replicating organisms over and over a billion of years over the pressure of their environment. I copied and pasted that, by the way. And that sounds quite convincing. It sounds quite complicated. Now, an evolutionary scientist once told me the first walking species came from a fish that wanted to find food on land, so eventually that fish grew legs over a course of a billion years. My question to this evolutionary scientist was, what happens when we threw in behavior into the equation? Behavior, he asked. Yeah, I responded. See, we have this fish called Wanda, and she wants to go to land. Because, you know, the food in the ocean was in short supply? Yes, he interrupted. That's evolution. Yeah, but this Wanda, this Wanda fish, you know, she dies trying to go on land. And other fish try too, and they die too. Steve, that's called evolution, he said. So you're telling me Wanda's relatives are that stupid that they all tried to keep going to land for a billion of years just so they could walk on land? He continued, yes, because there's no food in the ocean. I asked, well, if there's no food in the ocean, how were they alive for a billion years? And why did the fish suddenly stop trying to walk on land? The evolutionist, he looked at me with these stone cold eyes and he told me, it's just science, Steve. You either follow it or not. By the way, this evolutionist was my uncle. He's still my uncle, by the way. Many people make the mistake that science is absolute, but there's a lot of fiction in science, and some of these theories have plot holes in them that may have not been plugged or explained for years and years and years. Any seasoned writer who's willing to look can find them. And that's what I did. So my conversation with my uncle, the evolutionist, started to get heated. I wasn't getting heated. He was. He explained to me about the giraffe which was a horse that decided to eat only from taller trees. 
My explanation was, again, very simple. I said, I asked him, so you're telling me that there were no shorter trees back then? And that for billions of years, this one breed of horse and all of his family members just decided to keep eating from taller and taller trees when they could have been eating good old hay at ground level. I never knew animals to overcomplicate their food choices. From my experience, animals go for low-hanging fruit. That's why they don't want you to feed the birds at Costco because they'll keep coming around for easy food. Is the theory of evolution false? That I can't answer. I just have problems with it. It's not without flaws. Could it be real? Yes. Evolution is more in the Bible than creationism. In Genesis 1.24, it says, And God said, Let the land produce living creatures according to their kinds. In other words, God let the earth to produce every living creature. He didn't say, here's a cow, here's a T-Rex, here's an amoeba. God let the system of the earth produce living creatures. And could evolution possibly be one of those systems or the primary system? Who knows? And that's where I'll end my rant on the theory of evolution. Now, I got to cut the commercial break, everyone. I do have more stories to share I was at Popeye's the other night, picking up chicken, not wearing a mask, and then a cop popped in. You're going to want to stay tuned and hear this story. Hey, what's going on, everyone? It's scriptwriter Steve with a shameless plug for my company, Dream Weddings Hawaii. So... If you want to get married in Hawaii, if you want to get your vows renewed in Hawaii, and if you want some family pictures in Hawaii, make sure you check me out. So my website is dreamweddingshawaii.com. So that's dream, weddings with a S, Hawaii spelled out, dot com. Hey everyone, I am back from that commercial break and hope you are too. I do hope you enjoyed that scripted segment on my take on the theory of evolution. Uh, you know, doing scripted segments, they're not as fun. I just really like to shoot from the hip, tell my story the way it is, and just get it all out on the table. Okay, so I got the story for you about me, Popeyes, chicken, a cop, a mask. Oh, I'm sorry, no mask. I'll get started with that. Let me turn this music down. All right, so a few days ago, my mom told me, or my mom asked me, you know, she said, hey, Steve, I'm feeling like Popeye's chicken. I saw a volunteer and said, I'll go ahead and get it. And I headed over to uh, Popeye's chicken over in Kalihi. I'm sure a lot of you have no idea where that is, but it's uh, maybe about 30 minutes, 40 minutes away from my house. I love Popeye's chicken, by the way. I just love it, love it, love it. I think it's the best in the world. I don't care what you folks think. So I head there and I go into the restaurant with a mask on, with a bandana on. I'm sorry, not a mask, a bandana. I don't wear mask. And I go there, order my food, order a box of chicken and two spicy chicken sandwiches. And then I see that the dining area is closed because uh, here in Hawaii, well, here in Hawaii, it's kind of interesting. Here in Hawaii, fast food restaurants can have dine-in. They can have their customers dine-in. But for some reason, this Popeye's restaurant um, has closed their dine-in capabilities. So what's available? A little windowsill and a table right nearby it. Now here in Hawaii, we have an indoor mask mandate. And this indoor mask mandate has to be enforced by the restaurant, not by cops, no one else. 
So I head over there by the windowsill, and a part of this indoor mask ma- mandate, it says that if you are seated and at a table, you can take off your mask. Now, I do know that I'm kind of stretching the rules here. There is a table, and I'm going to be seated on a windowsill, and uh, I take off my mask. And I'm trying to skirt the rules here because I just don't like wearing them. And I'm trying to not be an asshole here because I don't want my classmate who owns this Popeye's franchise to get into trouble. I take off my mask and I, I just pull it down like a chin diaper. Well, kind of around my neck. So I guess it's like a gator neck thing going on. And, uh, and I just sit down. No one says anything. They don't care. And uh, then this cop walks in. And the cop, he orders his food at the front desk and he looks over at me. And then he stands on the side, right, right across from me, maybe on the other, other side of the restaurant, and he keeps looking at me. And I keep nodding my head, smiling at him. And then I see him walking his way over to me. And he says, you know what? I was going to let this slide, but son, you need to wear a mask. <laughs> and uh, I think he was the same age as me, but maybe I look a lot younger. I don't know. But I didn't comb my hair, so you know my receding hairline was still showing. And I think he was just t- trying to talk down to me. And I told him, no, that's okay. I'm not going to wear a mask. And he says, you can only not wear a mask if you're seated in the restaurant area. And this is not that area. You have to wear a mask. And I told him, well, I guess so, but uh, I'm not. I'm sorry. No, thank you. And he looked at me and smiled. He says, if you don't wear a mask, I'm going to give you a ticket. And I asked him for what? And he says, for not wearing a mask. And I told him, well, (laughs) there's no law against not wearing a mask. And he says, well, there is a law. And I said, no, there's a mandate. And went on to explain to him. The mandate says that when I'm indoors, I have to wear a mask. But you can't give me a ticket at all for not wearing a mask. And then he looked at me and he says, well, when you get out of here, I'm going to give you a ticket. I said, for what? I mean, I can wear a mask outdoors. And then he looks at me and says that, well, I'm going to give you a ticket for wearing a mask indoors. I said, what are you going to give me a ticket for? I know for a fact that you can only give me a ticket for trespassing. And that's if the owner of this franchise complains or the manager of this franchise complains. So if the manager tells me I have to put on my mask, then I will. But he has to kick me out, call the cops and say, I'm trespassing. And then you can give me a ticket for trespassing. You can't give me a ticket for not wearing a mask. And then I told him, well, you could give a ticket to the owner of this franchise for not enforcing the mandate. But it looks like you enjoy your chicken here. And I don't think you want to make that mistake. He looks at me and he has a smirk on his face. And he says, you know what? You know, you're like this smart ass son of a bitch, aren't you? And I said, I guess I am. And then he walked away, shook his head, and didn't give me a ticket or didn't bother me for the rest of the entire night. I got my chicken, walked right across from him, smiled at him, and he didn't smile back, and he didn't follow me and give me a ticket. I hopped in my car, and I left. How do you like that? And that's my story. All right, people, I'm going to end the podcast right here. Thank you so much for tuning in. I will be talking to you after the weekend is over. When the Bengals win. All right, everyone. That's it for today. I had fun podcasting. If you like what you hear, please share my podcast. If you can't find me, look on your favorite podcast platform and look for BBQ2Movies. That's BBQ2Movies. 
Yeah, the T.O. is not the number two, by the way. It is T.O., like Terrell Owens. So that's BBQ2 Movies. Catch you around.